Thank you for joining us this Friday the 24th of June. I'm Sophia Mavridis, a market analyst with Bell Direct. Well, week to date, the Australian market has regained some of the heavy losses that we saw last week as global markets declined in response to concerns about inflation and rate hikes. After what was the worst losses Australian and US equities had seen since the beginning of the pandemic in early 2020, this week the market delivered slightly better news to investors. However, US recession concerns continue to weigh on the market. Investor cautiousness is underpinned by the global rate hikes and the large stock market movements that we've seen recently, which not only affects shareholders of falling stocks, but also acts as a warning sign for the economy. When major benchmarks decline alongside high inflation and wage growth that isn't keeping up with price pressures, concerns are raised around the possibility of a recession. While in New York, the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones are in the red week to date, the ASX 200 has regained some earlier losses. The positive performance of our market is despite the strong pullbacks in energy and materials this week, as oil prices slid amid mounting concerns that aggressive US interest rate hikes could trigger a recession and have a negative impact on the demand of fuel. Oil prices this week extended losses after seeing the largest weekly drop in almost two months. Also, news headlines are suggesting that Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, which are two of the three largest OPEC oil producing nations, are unlikely to continue with expanded oil production beyond August. Meanwhile, Australia is experiencing an energy crisis with blackouts across the East Coast earlier in the week. This essentially started with the sanctions against Russia, limiting imports of oil and gas, hence driving demand. In addition, a price cap of $300 a megawatt hour has been imposed, causing power generators to withdraw energy capacity from the market. Now, imposing this price ceiling means that generators were forced to cut supply because it costs them more than the price cap to produce. Hence, they would be supplying customers at a loss. So Australians have been asked to conserve energy. Now, with the decline in energy, uh, energy shares, a stock that you may consider is Cooper Energy, COE, which Bell Potter rates as a buy. The company has announced an agreement with APA Group to acquire the uh, Orbust uh, gas producing plant, and the company will raise $244 million in equity via an institutional placement and entitlement offer. Now, on the other hand, the real estate sector is to thank for uh, pulling the market higher this week, advancing 4.5% as investors capitalised on signs that property shares were oversold after the RBA's interest rate rise. Centura Industrial, Goodman Group and Lifestyle Communities were among the stocks in the sector that made strong gains. Taking a closer look at the ASX 200, the best performing stock was PointsBet Holdings, PBH. The corporate bookmaker announced the placement of 38.75 million shares at an issue price of $2.43 per share to SIG Sports Investments. SIG will become the largest shareholder of PBH and the placement will raise $94.2 million for PointsBet. The company also entered an agreement with data company Neil Analytics to provide sports analytics and quantitative modelling services. 
The worst performing stock this week, which surprised the market, was Lake Resources, LKE. Lake Resources has been one of the most traded stocks this year, having gained more than 400% in the 12 months before this week. On Monday, Lake Resources made its debut on the ASX 200 index, and in Monday's session, the stock plunged 17%. LKE extended its decline, dropping 55% this week. The four eventuated after the surprising departure of the company's managing director, who also sold his 10.2 million holding earlier this week. He has provided no reason for his departure. So this sell-off saw Lake Resources on the top of the list as the most traded stock by Bell Direct clients this week. Also highly traded this week was Chalice Mining, CHN, Stanmore Resources, SMR, Amcor, AMC, Westpac, WBC, and BHP. Clients also bought into Rio Tinto, RIO, and Fortescue Metals, FMG, while took profits from ANZ and CSL. And the most traded ETFs this week were the BetaShares Geared Australian Equity Hedge Fund, GEAR, and the Vanguard Australian Shares ETF, VAS, and the BetaShares US Equity Strong Bear Hedge Fund, BBUS. And to end economic data to look out for next week, on Wednesday, retail sales data will be released and on Thursday, monthly private sector credit data will be released. Then on Friday, we'll receive the S&P Global Manufacturing final PMI for June. This data highlights the trends in the manufacturing industry currently and provides information on current and future business conditions for investors, business decision makers and analysts. And that's all we have time for this week. I'm Sophia Mavridis with Bell Direct. Have a great Friday and enjoy your weekend.